from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Kick team runs onto the field. They have no timeouts. This is a fire drill. TCU runs out there. Six, now five seconds to go. A 41-yard field goal for the lead, and the kick is good by TCU with no time remaining. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. This one has been won by the Baylor Bears, 80-75. to 75. Dave, we knew it was going to be a dogfight coming in. Number five in the country, Baylor, against number eight in the country, UCLA. Both teams needing to right the ship a little bit after suffering first-round losses in this tournament. And the Bears come out of here one and one. But that one they were able to, to walk out of here today with today was uh, off the charts. Needed to have it. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Owens looking to get it in. Floats it into Andrews. Got to get a shot up quick. Down to three seconds left. Also picked up her dribble. Shot blocked. And that'll do it. Maryland comes to Waco and wins this one 73 to 68. Now. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome to John Morris Show on this Monday, a rainy Monday in Central Texas. Glad you're with us today. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. On three fronts, Baylor football with the 29-28 loss to TCU on Saturday at McLean Stadium. The field goal by Griffin Kell at the gun to win it over the Bears, 29-28 the final. Tough loss for the Bears, and uh, and we'll talk about that. And we'll let you listen into the Dave Aranda press conference live this afternoon. Tell you why uh, why that'll be live here in just a moment. Pat Nunley with a call. He and David Kay had the call from Las Vegas. Baylor finishing play in the Continental Tire main event basketball tournament. They're at the uh, T-Mobile Center on the Strip in Las Vegas. Big win for the Bears last night. They bounced back from the loss of Virginia on Friday and win over UCLA. 80-75 to 75 last night. Huge win for the Bears, really. Uh, you know, really quality tournament. Four ranked teams are there. But even at that, you don't want to come home 0-2, uh, which UCLA was number eight in the nation going in, and they're going home 0-2. Uh, Baylor 1-1 one and one with the loss to Virginia and the win over UCLA last night. Then uh, Derek Smith with the call. Baylor women suffer their first loss of the season, 73-68, to Maryland yesterday afternoon in the Farrell Center. Rough shooting day for the Baylor women, especially beyond the arc, and uh, they suffer their first loss of the year. They next will be on the road. They'll play at a tournament in Fort Myers, Florida, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It opens Friday morning against St. Louis. They're at the Hertz Center in Fort Myers. 
So those are the highlight cuts you heard in the open. Darren, uh, Aaron, get your thoughts. Uh, well, first, let me tell everybody we are coming to you live today from the uh, bank, the Beecham Athletic and Nutrition Center, here because we will tap into the Dave Aranda press conference coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, the press conference normally at 11.30 on Mondays, but today at 3.15 uh, because uh, it's a different practice schedule this week. For a couple of reasons. Number one, they play on Friday instead of Saturday. Number two, there's no class for Baylor this week, so they have adjusted the times of the practices. They are uh, already off the practice field today, and they'll practice tomorrow morning again, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning, and then play Friday morning at 11 in Austin against UT. So that's why we're here, and uh, again, we'll get to listen to uh, all get to listen to the Dave Veranda press conference live coming up in just a few minutes. Aaron, uh, your thoughts on uh, that game Saturday <laughs> and the way it played out and the uh, the ultimate uh, field goal that won it for TCU. It, it, you know, it was it was such a great game for Baylor up until, I don't know, the last two minutes. The defense yeah. had played well and the offense had, had moved the ball. Then the offense can't get, get the first down that they needed to end the game, basically. They got the stop on the two-point conversion, but other than that, TCU just moved down the field on both of those drives pretty easily. I mean, especially on the game-winning drive, there was a minute 20 to start that drive. And, yeah. I mean, they were they were in field goal range in three plays. I was just yeah. like, what's what's going on? But it, it, it that was a real gut punch. If, and if it was for me, I know it was especially true for – the coaches and the players. Yeah, very much so. And you know, I never, I never thought Baylor was going to lose the game until they lost the game, until it was over. But TCU got to the point where they were in field goal range, like you said, really quickly, and uh, that's all they needed. I mean, Baylor had the two point lead at twenty eight twenty six. Frogs knew that all they needed was a field goal, but really well executed uh, fire drill play there at the end of the game to run on the field. No timeouts. They had to use their timeouts when Baylor was on offense and uh, no timeouts remaining, clock winding down, and they ran it really to perfection. So give TCU credit for in that situation being able to uh, uh, to run it out and play, uh, you know, and get the players on the field and hit the kick that they needed to. Yeah, they actually, I mean, I don't, I think, I don't think they did a great job. <laughs> There's no reason to run the ball on the second the to last play, play. yeah right. i mean they almost right. cost themselves the game by doing that i mean they I barely got the kick to, and they did a great job of scrambling the kick team out there getting the kick up and getting um and get you know making the field goal to win the game but none of that was necessary all you had to do was clock the ball or go to the run have the quarterback run to the middle of the field and take a knee right you right. know but i mean it was a little odd, yeah, to run it on that next to the last Without play. timeouts, yeah. With no timeouts, right. Very uh, very dangerous, but it worked out, and they hit the field goal, and that's a team that's, that's 11-0. I think that's how you get to 11-0. You get to, uh, you know, you're in situations like that, and they uh, find a way to win, and that's how the Frogs have gotten to that point. So um, that was Saturday. Tough loss for the Bears. Now looking ahead to Texas in Austin this Saturday. Texas won big over Kansas. 55-14 was the final. Uh, B. John Robinson, a huge game, a career-high 243 yards rushing and four touchdowns on the day. So uh, he was held, you know, the week before against TCU. 
he had, uh, what, 28, 29 yards rushing, I think, against TCU. And the Frogs really clamped down on him. But 243 against Kansas. And that will be the next challenge for the Bears is uh, slowing him down on Friday. Yeah, I don't think there's much question that that will be probably one of the two or three biggest deciding factors is whether they can stop B. John Robinson. I mean, you just have to do that and make Quinn Ewers beat you because that's the games that Texas has lost. They haven't lost every game like that, but they've lost all, all of their losses are teams that were able to execute that game plan. Yep, that's true, exactly. So that's next up for the Bears, 11 a.m. Saturday from Austin. Let me say this uh, again about TCU. Baylor bounced back in a really nice way. Disappointing loss or disappointing the way they played against Kansas State. But, man, to play so well, have such a great game plan, and nearly, nearly pull off uh, what would have been a big upset over TCU. Really nice by this uh, team and coaching staff to be so prepared and nearly get the win over TCU. All right, uh, let's do this. Let's take a break here. When we come back, uh, we will let you listen in to the Dave Aranda Press Conference live today from the Beecham Athletic and Nutrition Center. Uh, The weekly press conference, again, at a different time for Coach Aranda with a different practice schedule this week. But let you listen to it live as it happens, and we'll have that coming up in just a few minutes. Hey, glad you're with us. John Morris Show on a Monday brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is a highly listened to program. Matt Mosley, asking the tough questions. Is Barry Gibb a BG? Aaron, are you with me? Matt Mosley, giving the hottest takes. I love a good heifer show, and I like a turkey and broiler show. I'll put a little pimento cheese on there. And that takes it to another level. The Matt Mosley Show. You guys might have recognized my voice there. Weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid 
with your house's lid. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted, experience better at BK Ford. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services. Whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out, their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your need is I priority. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Reese in the backfield at the tailback. Reese gets the carry. He's into the end zone. Rushing touchdown number 14 on the season by Richard Reese. Nobody has more rushing touchdowns this season in the Big 12 than Richard Reese. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. I like cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield as we continue here from the bank, the Beecham Athletic and Nutrition Center. Thanks to uh, Jonathan Berry and John Mayers helping uh, set up the setup here. Very nice uh, to be here to bring you the press conference live coming up in a few minutes with Coach Dave Aranda. We'll watch for him coming in, and uh, that'll be uh, just a couple of minutes from now. So you'll get to hear that live with the Bears uh, coming up uh, in Austin against Texas on Saturday morning, 11 a.m. kickoff. We'll be on the air at 9 a.m. live from Austin, 11 a.m. kickoff 
on Friday. Now, uh, don't make the same mistake and tune in on Saturday. It's Friday, uh, Friday morning, and the game is on Jerry ESPN or ESPN two, ESPN on Friday morning. So. That is next for the Bears, and that will close the regular season. Then uh, uh, we'll sit and wait, and the bowl announcement will come the Sunday following Sunday week following that. A couple of other notes from the weekend. L.J. Cryer, big game yesterday. Big weekend, really, for the Bears in Las Vegas. He is the Big 12 Men's Basketball Player of the Week. Had a career-high 28 last night in the five-point win over UCLA. Cryer and Adam Flagler were just terrific for the Bears in that win last night. And uh, a big uh, big reason the Bears were get, able to get a win over a then-eighth-ranked UCLA. Top ten battle, Baylor at number five. UCLA at number eight, and first meeting since 1975. How about that between Baylor and UCLA? And the Bears get the win, 80 to 75. Baylor will have a game. Uh, men will have a game Wednesday matinee in the Farrell Center against McNeese State. That would be a 3 p.m. tip-off on Wednesday for Baylor and McNeese State in the Farrell Center. Then go into the uh, Thanksgiving break and come out of it on the other side with a road trip, long road trip actually, all of next week. They'll play at Marquette on Tuesday, and then from there go straight to uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where they'll play uh, Gonzaga next uh, Friday, so Friday week. We're looking a week ahead there, but those are the uh, next two for the Bears uh, coming off the McNeese State game this Wednesday at home. All right, Coach Aranda is coming into the room. Let you listen in now to uh, Coach Dave Aranda's press conference this week. It's good to see you guys. We had um, a spirited practice today. You know, I th- so um, impressed with just the team's effort this past Saturday. I think the energy and the care factor and um, the speeds that we're playing with were all what we would like and what we're striving for and, and all of it. Uh, the execution is still something that we're really working hard to improve upon. Uh, so much credit goes to TCU and just their ability to take a punch and kind of keep swinging. I think, um, you know, just having gone through that, just such an impressive team and hats off to them. Uh, excited for the opportunity uh, here on Friday with Texas, just their their skill level and then their fight. I think, you know, you watch them on defense, they run to the ball, they play with effort. Offensively, there's, there's such a, a quick strike explosive uh, outfit and um, you know plenty of coaches on that side uh, or on that team rather that have uh, relationships with and respect for and all of it and so you know it's it should it should be a a really good one we're working to build upon the practice we had today uh, so that we could be at our best for that Uh, take any questions you guys got since you've been here probably much longer uh, Baylor's never had a loss quite that dramatic, that mm-hmm. fashion. Is it going to be hard to put that behind, or do you think they can, can move on? I appreciate that. You know, um, we we spent um, quite a bit of time, you know, yesterday. So we come back yesterday, and that was really kind of a Sunday-slash-Monday for us. And, um, you know, it was very much on their faces. There is a couple of guys still emotional in it, in the meeting from uh the game you know and um 
you know, we talked about the, you know, the there's a um, there's a there's a Scottish warrior. He says something like, "I'm gonna lay down here and bleed a while, and then I'll rise and fight again." And I think that's totally it, you know. And I think the the ability to really uh, collectively kind of rise and fight is what it's all about and so that's all we're talking about the energy today was really good and i think we continue to build on that and uh, i think the more film we show them uh, texas kind of speaks for itself and just the the uh, opportunity that's presented uh there friday morning and just the whole of it i think um you know we'll uh, i know i'm really looking forward to it i feel the team will be too as far as Blake, um, he obviously made some really good throws in that game the other day. The touchdown pass comes to mind and probably some that he'd like to have back. Uh, as, as you guys go into these last two games of this year and kind of, you know, look forward to next year as well, how do you kind of assess where he's at and where he still needs to, you know, improve? Yeah, I think when um, – so I think, I think, Blake, there's been continued – improvement throughout the year i think you look back at the beginning of the year and just ball security and you know and the slides and all of it i think that's progressed it's maybe not 100 percent, but it's improved throughout and he's really made an intentional effort to improve in those things and then you know i think for him when when stuff is or when the picture is clear and the coverage is um diagnosed and He's got a clean pocket. I mean, he's really, really, really good. And I think, you know, there's been improvement throughout the year of when he can't step step up, when there's pressure in his face, or, you know, when he's out of the pocket and ball security and his keep his eyes down the field. I think so. Those are examples of things where maybe it wasn't great to start, and then it's gotten greater. And so I think there's you still want to see growth in those areas, and I think some of those areas popped up on Saturday. And so I think, you know, he has been improving on it. I think we'd all, you know, for all of us, I know for me, I'd like to be so much better than I am, you know. And so I, I'm sure it's the same with him. And so we we kind of stay in the fight. Coach, we're so used to, especially over the last, like, year or so, when you guys have the ball and you need to just run it down someone's throat, mm-hmm. you guys have been able to accomplish that. Mm-hmm. You know, as recently as Oklahoma. Yeah. When you looked at the tape, what was different? Those yeah, I think, you know, uh, I give credit to TCU. I thought they did a great job getting penetration right off the snap. And I thought that, um, you know, the, they won the line of scrimmage there right at the beginning. And, I, you know, our our backs were running hard and they were turning their legs and all of it. And our linemen were trying to be able to get behind them and push and do all the things. Um, you know, I think we just didn't execute. And you give credit to TCU because there's really is those two. There's that drive and the drive previous, too. And so, to run the ball as well as we did, and to move move the ball as well as we did, and then to get to those two uh, possessions and not, I think just speaks to kind of where we're at. And so, you take that, you address the things that can be corrected in terms of those specific things, and then work to get better. Reese, I mean, he had a big workload about midseason, was doing great. The last two weeks, Kansas State, TCU, just 19 total carries. Mm-hmm. Is he 100% healthy? And if so, is there a reason his workload has gone down so much? 
No, I mean, he's healthy. I thought he did. Um, he had some explosive runs. I thought that in um, the throw game, he was where he needed to be doing what he's supposed to be doing. So I think his growth in um, not being the primary you know, ball handler, so to speak, I think has been really, really good. I think, you know, it just shows that we've got a healthy room once again. And so you've got you've got Swirl and 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 his continued emergence because he's healthy now. And then you've got Quaylen, and, and I think Quaylen has, you know, from the start of the year to where we are now, he there's um, he's up there in terms of the most improved. And you know he's running the ball like you would expect from a guy that looks like he does. And so that was not necessarily the case at the beginning of the year. And, and the credit goes to him. Kelsey Johnson, I mean, he's a guy that, a true freshman, I guess Drake's injury probably has given him more mm -hmm. opportunities, but what have you seen from him over the last few weeks? Physical, um, yeah, physical, physical, physical. I think, you know, there is a great um, love of the game. And he loves football. He, um, you know, he can um, block with his hand in the ground. He can block from a two-point. He can block when he's in motion. Um, and I think all of those things are kind of being exploited now. I think he's a really good pass catcher. You know, uh, he had the run, you know, the other day. And so I think uh, just his um, his um, variable skills and then the ability, you know, I think there's something. Um, one of the things that make him unique is that, um, you know, we can walk through something, we can teach something, and he can do it in a team period, and then he's ready to go with it and play it with full confidence and not kind of a question or a, or an anxiousness or a just full confidence and full go. And so that's much appreciated. And I think that that's continuing to show up on Saturdays. Hey, he hasn't been playing as much lately. Is he healthy, or how's, how's he doing? Yeah, so he started the um, he started the game, and I think in the very first kickoff return, he injured his leg, and so we're hoping that we get him back, and so that's the the plan right now. And so he moved around some today, did good. He moved around a little bit more tomorrow. The short week kind of compresses it for sure, but uh, looked good today, so we're hopeful. You guys did a really great job of limiting Bijan last year. How much more difficult will it be this year now that QB play has improved a little bit and their offense is more explosive in other places? It's always difficult. His film is very impressive. I think, you know, um, we played, you know, Kansas State a few weeks back and, and uh, Deuce is, you know, patient, um, kind of, um, you know, sliding back there, A, B, C, D, looking for a gap to hit and then sees it and hits it. And uh, um, this guy's very similar in that. But then also he can take, um, you know, if there is, if there's just a sliver of daylight there, he can take it, lower shoulder and move the pile too. And so the guy that can do it all. And so it, it's, you know, the, the ability to withstand some of the big play strikes, whether it's in the run or the pass and then continue to play technique when there's a patient home run hitter back there, that's really going to be the key. To go off of that, what have you seen from Quinn Ewers? I think when he um, when he sees the coverages and he sees really clear, um, hey, this is the this is what they're going with. This is where my one on one is. 
here's very clearly what my progression is when all that stuff's kind of lined up he's very very good I think when it's kind of dirty or gray I think there there's it's you know it's better for the defense and then I think you know um, his arm strength is such that uh, I mean he can make all the throws and so you have to if if the ball's on a hash and you're on an out on way on the other side of it you've got to be able to stick your foot in the ground and drive for three hard steps, close that distance because that ball could be there and he could throw that guy open. So there's plenty of throws of that. And so it, he definitely makes you work. And when you watch him on film, you know, if you're a DB, you see it right away. In terms of this short week, everything that goes into it, coming off the loss, it's mentioned only a couple of days, game on Friday, Thanksgiving thrown in there. How do you deal with all those variables? I think try to focus on what's just right in front of you. You know, I think the the team the last two weeks have um, we've been we've been through it some, but I think that's that's all part of it, and I think we're stronger for it. And I think you know uh, we're probably a closer team now than we were you know just two weeks ago. I think you find out so much about yourself, um, especially when there's time there's trials, tribulations, and all of it. And um, when people can fully put their heart out there and then kind of have it crushed at the end, you know, I think it's so vulnerable to do that and to, for guys to do that and then to make the decision here to do it again, I think speaks to just a strong growth of the team and we're aiming to do that. Yeah, I don't know that a little bit. Uh, so I know how hard you guys work, I mean, and you're invested and you want to win every game. When you do don't have that like carrot of a Big Twelve championship game mm-hmm. that you might be playing for dangling out there, mm-hmm. is it a little trickier in terms of just motivation when you know you're just playing maybe for a different bowl mm-hmm. than you might get? Or... Mm-hmm. No, I appreciate that. I think the always the emphasis on intrinsic on on this is where I'm I'm at right now. This is who I could become, and then further just collectively. This is where we're at right now. This is what we could become. And, you know, you look at that game this past Saturday and the effort and the speed and just all of it, that's us right there. And we just have to be able to execute better. But for really um, one of the first times this year, unfortunately, you know, um, number-wise, that was us. And to, to be able to bring that back and to make people have to see that and face that, that's our goal. You guys have obviously played really well the last two road games. Mm-hmm. Does that bring some confidence going on the road again? It's crazy that you're asking that question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think that um, our guys have kind of mentioned that and I think they like being on the road um, just because it's just us and, and that. And, you know, I think the, you know, there probably is some of that. You know, and just based upon this year and just when we're in the hotel, it's just whoever's in that team meeting room specifically, just that's it's us versus the whole thing here, you know, coming tomorrow, you know, and that that meeting at night uh, prior to the game. And so I, I think there is some of that. But again, I go back to the previous question of it has to come from inside out on things that you can control and things that um that you want to be able to show and put on tape because it's you're choosing either courage or comfort. You can either kind of just hold back or you can put yourself out there again. 
and you really can't choose both. Dave, how are you all handling Thanksgiving? Yeah, so we'll have uh, Thanksgiving here for the team right after our uh, walkthrough. And so it'll um, it'll be just for the our players and for our staff. And then, um, you know, with the 11 o'clock game on Friday, we'll kind of disperse and, and guys will be able to go with their families and all of it. So the, I think there'll be two Thanksgivings for guys. And so that's always a positive. Thanks, Dave. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you all. Today as the Bears come off the TCU game and headed to Austin to play Texas coming up on Saturday. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in a moment live from the Beecham Athletic and Nutrition Center. Be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. At the Green Bay 35, first and 10. Only heard here. And Prescott will fake it to Pollard. Back to throw. All season. Deep left, land 10. Touchdown, C.D. Thanksgiving Day, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys, Giants, Thanksgiving afternoon at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Cars priced right, day and night. Average your car in Texas. Trucks built for you, red, white, and blue. Average your car in Texas. Cars that zoom with lots of room. Average your car in Texas. Count on us, a dealer to trust. Average your car in Waco, Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. This is ESPN Central Texas. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more. Choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung, with one line of unlimited 5G for $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Switch now and get both to save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. 
1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys defense limits the Vikings to 183 total yards and move to 7-3 with a win 40-30. A short week this week for the Cowboys as they get ready for the Giants at home on Thanksgiving Day. Monday night football tonight, San Francisco at Arizona from Mexico. Kyler Murray is a game-time decision. Short week for the Bears. They try to bounce back off the loss to TCU in Austin Friday morning versus the Longhorns. UMHB moves to round two of the NCAA Division III playoffs with a 54-0 win over Huntington. The crew is on the road to face Trinity Saturday at noon. Dallas Mavericks lost to Denver last night, 98-97. Baylor basketball beat UCLA 80-75 and will be back in the Farrell Center Wednesday afternoon hosting McNeese State. Tip is at 3 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris Show continues on this Monday afternoon, coming to you from the bank, the Beecham Athletic Nutrition Center. Just listen to the uh, Dave Aranda press conference. Bears headed to Austin to play Texas Saturday morning, 11 a.m. Game here on ESPN Central Texas, beginning at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, then an 11 a.m. kickoff and televised on ESPN. And Aaron, uh, it'll be Mark Jones and Robert Griffin III doing the game on ESPN. We'll try to visit with Rob when we're there on Friday because uh, this past Friday night he was inducted into the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame. And it was just a tremendous evening. Great banquet put on by the Bee Association. Just first class in every way. And uh, all of the uh, uh, inductees were just very, very uh, grateful and gracious in their comments. So it was really, really fun. Um, uh, Eight inductees into the Hall of Fame and two for the wall of honor and the uh, the nightcap were the two wall of honor inductees and uh, colonel wilbur mahaffey was one he passed away uh, but his son-in-law spoke for him and was very very good and then the closer if you will for the night was uh, colonel tyree newton he played baseball at baylor and so here's this you know long banquet it was about two and a half hours so we've had longer but uh end of a long night and this man is 90 years old and uh, retired uh, air force colonel and he gets up to speak and he is so good he's very succinct 
He thanks the people he wants to thank. He talks about Baylor, and then he closes by saying, and let's go beat TCU tomorrow, sick em bears, <laughs> and he sits down. But he was just really, really good, so uh, he was perfect to end the evening. And it was a really, really nice night. Uh, so well done by Walter Abercrombie and Tammy Harden in the Bee Association. And I know all of the uh, inductees uh, really appreciated all that hard work. Uh, Rob was not there. He was doing a game at Nebraska on Saturday, so Rob was not able to be there, but his mom, Jackie, uh, accepted on his behalf. And Tweety Carter was not able to be there because he's on the staff for Baylor basketball now, and they were playing on Friday night. And uh, But he left a video, and then his high school coach, Tim Bird from Reserve, Louisiana, spoke on his behalf on Friday. So uh, all in all, just a really, really first-class event and uh, congratulations to uh, Walter and Tammy and the board for the Bee Association for uh, putting on such a first-class event. Uh, I say all that to say Rob will be there on Saturday. We'll try to get him on a segment in the tailgate show with us to uh, to congratulate him in person and get his thoughts about this Baylor-Texas game. So that'll be fun if that works out on uh, Friday morning with Robert Griffin III. Baylor-Texas, the only game on Friday in the Big 12. Then four games to wrap up the regular season on Saturday, uh, 11 a.m. on ESPN2. West Virginia plays at now 22nd-ranked Oklahoma State. Cowboys uh, lost to Oklahoma in Bedlam on Saturday, and they'll close the regular season at home against the Mountaineers. Uh, 3 o'clock on Fox, uh, fourth-ranked TCU gets Iowa State to close the regular season. Frogs uh, storming toward what they hope is a perfect Perfect 12-0 regular season and uh, maintaining their spot at number four in the college football playoff. 6.30 on Saturday evening, Oklahoma at Texas Tech. That will be on FS1. Tech won Saturday. They are bowl eligible in Joey McGuire's first season as head coach in Lubbock. They're at 6-5 and five and sitting at 4-4 four and four in the league. Same record as the Bears. So uh, congratulations to Tech on becoming bowl eligible. Uh, in fact, eight of the ten schools in the Big 12 are bowl eligible this year. So we'll use up all those bowl spots. Um, West Virginia, Iowa State, the only two that are not, and they can't get there because they're sitting at four and seven. Even with wins Saturday, they wouldn't get to the requisite uh, six wins. And then the nightcap is uh, Battle of the Sunflower State, 7 o'clock on Fox on Saturday evening. Kansas at Kansas State. K-State up to number 15 in the nation. And uh, looking like uh, the team that will take on TCU in the Big 12 championship game, although that's not uh, a lock yet. If they win, it will be. So they win. They are in the Big 12 championship game with a loss uh, Texas could uh, tie them for second place in the league standings, and Texas has the uh, tiebreaker against K-State. So um, Texas could get in there, but Kansas State with the game lead over uh, Texas uh, going into the final weekend. Of course, TCU a week ago wrapped up the first spot in the Big 12 championship game. So those are the games coming up this weekend. One on Friday, the Baylor-Texas game, everybody else playing on Saturday to conclude the regular season. Let's take a break here. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Look ahead, wrap things up in the 3 o'clock hour. Take a break. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. 
Scott Drew and the Bears all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor men back from Las Vegas hosting McNeese State in a Thanksgiving Eve matinee on Wednesday. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Follow the defending back-to-back Big 12 champion Baylor Bears all season long here on the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Tractor Supply Distribution Center in Waco is hiring team members for all shifts, weekday, weekend, and overnight shifts available. Starting wages up to $20 an hour. Benefits after 30 days. Competitive and on-demand pay. 401k matches. Bonus potential. Tuition reimbursement. Tractor Supply Store discounts and much more. Tractor Supply Distribution Center in Waco is located at 2801 Corporation Parkway. Apply online at tractorsupply.jobs. That's tractorsupply.jobs. Or you can even text Tractor DC to 25000. Make a winning drive to Genco and refinance your vehicle. Every loan can skip monthly payments for 90 days with rates as low as 3.75% APR for 48 months. Right now is the time to make a play. At Genco, we save you money by helping you pay less for your car. Every loan scores no payments for 90 days. Then have a chance to win three more months of no payments. Apply online today for an additional discount of 0.15%. Off our already low rates, subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org, member NCUA. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Goodfeet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Goodfeet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. The children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down. So she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. But the really good part? It's good to be dancing together again. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Cowboys defense limits the Vikings to 183 total yards and move to 7-3 with a win 40-30. A short week this week for the Cowboys as they get ready for the Giants at home on Thanksgiving Day. Monday Night Football tonight, San Francisco at Arizona from Mexico. Kyler Murray is a game-time decision. Short week for the Bears. They try to bounce back off the loss to TCU in Austin Friday morning versus the Longhorns. UMHB moves to round two of the NCAA Division III playoffs with a 54-0 win over Huntington. The crew is on the road to face Trinity Saturday at noon. Dallas Mavericks lost to Denver last night, 98-97. Baylor basketball beat UCLA 80-75 and will be back in the Farrell Center Wednesday afternoon hosting McNeese State. Tip is at 3 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. up here in the three o'clock hour coming to you from the bank the Beecham Athletic Nutrition Center We're on the second floor of the bank most of the press conferences you see coach Randis for sure come from here every week and it's a great uh, uh, great shot shooting out uh, over the practice fields McLean Stadium in the background so really really nice location for these press conferences Aaron uh, Matt Mosley's coming up next coming in at four o'clock what do you guys have planned between four and six today We will talk with KWKT Fox 44 Sports Director Eric Kelly about the Baylor game and Baylor men's and women's basketball, the high school results from over the weekend. We will play parts of Coach Dave Aranda's press conference and talk about Coach Aranda's statements about the TCU game and, of course, the upcoming Texas game. And uh, Campus Confidential will go through all the latest polls, football poll, and both basketball polls are out. So we will go through those and tell you where Baylor is and all the Big 12 teams are. And I think he may have another guest that he's still working on for the 5 o'clock hour. All right. Very good. Eric Kelly's here. Uh, we could just get him right over here and get him on <laughs> <laughs> with you guys. Um, so, no, we look forward to that coming up uh, between uh, 4 and 6, coming up top of the hour on the Matt Mosley Show. So stay tuned for that. We appreciate, uh, uh, again, Jonathan Berry helping us uh, set things up in a, a very nice fashion. I mean, he went above and beyond to set us up here in the Beecham Athletic Nutrition Center. Mention this, uh, Big 12, uh, we talked about football, the games coming up this week, uh, basketball. Uh, now I tell you what, they don't have the uh, new schedule up there yet for uh, for the new week ahead. But uh, uh, Baylor will play again on Wednesday, and that will be a three o'clock game in the Farrell Center against McNeese State. Sort of a Thanksgiving Eve matinee. That'll be fun. I know a lot of people off work this week. Uh, a lot of kids off school this week. Some for the entire week. Baylor is off for the entire week. So. Take advantage of that and come see uh, some Baylor men's basketball uh, coming up on Wednesday. Aaron, I saw the coaches poll, and Baylor dropped one spot to number seven. Have you seen the AP poll yet for uh, men's basketball this week? I have, yes. Um, Virginia into the top five after winning the 
Vegas tournament. Wow. Got one and, first place vote. Wow. Uh, North Carolina. And that's up from 16, is that right? Yes. Gosh, big that's jump, a huge but I mean, jump. Yeah, they did beat two very, very good teams. This is true. Um, yep, yep. Illinois and Baylor. North Carolina's first with 47 first place votes. Houston second with nine. Kansas third with one. Texas fourth with five. And Virginia fifth with one. Gonzaga sixth. Baylor is seventh. And let's see. Texas Tech 21. Try and make sure I don't miss any other Big 12 teams. I think that's it, though. As far as the Big 12 on the men's side. Yep. All right, that's good. So Baylor drops a couple of spots to seventh, uh, one and one in Las Vegas, and a huge jump for Virginia and a huge jump for Texas. Uh, their their only game last week was a doozy. <laughs> I mean, a 19-point win over Gonzaga. So uh, the Horns really uh, did jump way up. Um, in fact, I, I can't remember what they were last week. Do you? Or does no, it show I can't in the poll there? I can't even. Let me see. Maybe it says. Yeah, I, I just don't remember. Well, hang on. I can look right here. I think I've got it right here. So if they jumped to number four, they were 11 last week. Okay. So a big jump. Yeah, not as big as I was thinking. Not as big as Virginia <laughs> from right, 16. Right. Yeah. So uh, it's early in the season. Lots of moving around by these teams. And, uh, you know, uh, everybody's trying to feel their way and there have been some really really big games uh some really big matchups there were four of them in las vegas over the weekend uh, including baylor and virginia and then baylor and ucla so yeah it, it seems like and i know there are every year but it seems like this year more than most years there are a lot more top 10 and top 25 matchups really early in the season than most years you know, that's true. I mean, really, I mean, really big matchups. Uh, last night was Kentucky and Gonzaga, number two and number four. Now, uh, Gonzaga had already lost earlier in the week, so um, they weren't going to be number four again this week. But uh, huge matchups early in the season. And, again, like that tournament in Las Vegas, uh, Baylor will be better having come through that, playing those two games, you know, than they were going in because they learned a lot about themselves. Absolutely. And, you know, I had conversation with a friend of mine and I was like, look, Baylor wasn't going to go undefeated, not with the schedule they have. Right. They have one of the toughest schedules in the country, if not the toughest. Uh, but you, they're getting a sense of how good they are and they'll continue to improve. And I think by the end of the season, you know, people are going to like where they're at when it comes tournament time. Yep, I agree. I agree completely. All right, uh, before we move out of here, let's share some birthdays uh, with everyone. It is Don Rogers' birthday today. Don is our uh, deputy athletic director here at Baylor. She's the sport administrator for uh, men's basketball, does a terrific job with that. She's got a lot on her plate, but today is her birthday, so happy birthday to Don. It is Jimmy Bendex's birthday, former Baylor uh, tennis player. Happy birthday to him. Rich Siegel's birthday birthday down in Austin. I'll see Rich in the press box on uh, Saturday, uh, Friday. Um, Terry Blunt's birthday. Uh, former writer. What's he doing now? Well, I don't know what he's doing now. He uh, he was a writer with the Dallas Morning News. He was with the Houston Chronicle. He was at um, uh, ESPN. I think lives out in, uh, gosh, Eugene, Oregon or somewhere, Portland, somewhere out there now. Happy birthday to Terry Blunt. And it is Thomas Everett's birthday today. Thomas, former Baylor defensive back out of Dangerfield. Thomas was the first Jim Thorpe Award winner. 
outstanding uh, defensive player in the country. I want to say 1986 was the year, and uh, the banquet was held, uh, presentation banquet was held in Oklahoma City, and it was a cold, icy, snowy day and night. And Valacour and I from Channel 10 drove to Oklahoma City through that weather to cover Thomas receiving this award. And that was the very first year it was presented. So Thomas Everett, when you look at the list of Jim Thorpe Award winners, his name is right at the top, or maybe the bottom, but he was the very first one to receive the Jim Thorpe Award. Went on to play uh, professionally, the Steelers and the Cowboys, and uh, just a great career, college, uh, high school, college, and pros. And today is uh, Thomas Everett's birthday. All right, uh, who else, Aaron, would you add to the birthday list? Got a couple today. Let's see. Goldie Hawn turns 77. Wow. TV host and former NFL All-Pro defensive end Michael Strahan turns 51. He is now hosting the $100,000 Pyramid. and does a great job at that. I, mm. I, I don't watch it a lot, but when I do see it on, I, I will usually stop and watch it. It's pretty good. Also, uh, Major League Hall of Famer Ken Griffey Jr. turns 53 and one of the Cowboy all-time greats, Troy Aikman, NFL Hall of Famer, TV announcer, and three-time Super Bowl winner, turns 56. There you go. Very good. Hey, cool. Good list there. Happy birthday to those folks. Uh, If we missed you, I apologize. We're going to sign off now, and uh, we want you to stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. The Matt Mosley Show, 4 to 6. Keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas. And I hope you enjoyed hearing the Dave Aranda press conference live this afternoon with a change in the football schedule this week. Uh, Coach Aranda and the Bears preparing for a trip to Austin to play Texas on Friday. Aaron, thank you very much. Appreciate it. And, folks, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. So way, way happy to be here with you all.